created by a bunch of randos in a Discord call. Recorded in front of a live studio audience. From downtown SET, where the sun doesn't always shine, there's no grass to be green, but it's still the place to be. It's the Beaufort Logan Broadcast, live in West Budswell. Tonight, special musical guest, Polizna from the Creative Commons. A special segment of Bose Real Regulations. And a special guest appearance later. Now, it's Bo Logan! Good evening to all you organics and synthetics out there on the Netscapes, and all of you corporates and commons with us live in here. Welcome back to the Beaufort Logan broadcast, the place where we cut through the neon haze and bring you the fresh topics of SCT City. Now for tonight's subjects. They might leave you with a better taste. Moldy, some might even say. Worse than yesterday's synth coffee. And not even a dash of Chemex is sprucing up this one. Which will be unlike our musical guests in the back. Because oh boy, we've got a special one for you tonight. We'll be joined by some of that live rebel music on stage. And everyone will get to see what all the fuss and fuse is about. Afterwards, we've even got a special corporate guest from Uptown, who's graced us with her presence for a short interview. It's going to be the new up-and-coming Executive B from our overlords on the top floor of the Digital Delight Distributor offices. Isn't that exciting? So don't you go nowhere. Now, first up, the burning topic across the news cycle today. A core function of our great city, one of the very things that glows our society together has come under fire. And I'm not talking about the firebombings coming out of the new mayor's office. No one cares about the repeated scandals coming out of the West Side legislative circuits anymore. Though I must admit my inbox has been flooded with so-called proof of these illicit affairs lately. I almost lost my breakfast when I saw it. So if you wanted to say pictures of that hair, may the gods help you. So what else is it not? Well, it's not that there's an assigned job shortage, because let's be honest with ourselves there, that's never gone down since the branding. So what am I talking about, you're probably wondering. Well, what I am talking about, it's the lines. You know them. They're everywhere. Security point lines, concert lines, transportation lines, food truck lines, social right lines, even bathroom lines, always there to make sure you're just a few more minutes late. But which specifically is today's subject of our discussion? It's bread lines. You know them. Your friends know them. Honestly, if you're watching this, there's a good chance you're standing in one right now. Hi there, Theo. We see you. Anyways. Don't get me wrong, 
If you've been watching for a long time, then you know. I love a good line as much as the next guy. It's a small price to pay for all the benefits of living in a city. You know, like all the available work contracts. Oh, wait. Well, at least there's purified water wells. As long as you don't mind sharing them with all the off-brand candy peddlers siphon off of all of them. At least at the end of the day, there's always available food. Come on, seriously. Like 12 hours worth of waiting at breadlines is common now. What's the government doing? Baking each slice individually. Listen, don't take it from me. Take it from the expert who knows what's on the up and up because they say the government needs to get their proverbial loaves together, pull them out of the ovens that we called the democratic elections, and then stick them into the bag of empty promises they left us holding like idiots in the middle of the bayou. It's time to show you what to buy tomorrow. And after that, I'm sure our guests will have a lot to say on the matter, as they are renowned neo-space rockers. Here to debut their fresh and soon-to-be hit single, Breadlines are for chumps and dingoes wearing stupid hats. So what are you going to do about it when you're wearing leopard print panties? Waiting in the breadlines might actually be shorter than getting through all of that, but it looks like it might be a certified banger with its 24 seconds of runtime. Though so stay tuned for the Creative Commons album debut, Synthetic Race, and let's lighten the mood for a bit. Don't forget later tonight a new segment of Bose Real Regulations and a special guest, Executive V. A Man Called Stranger Season 1 Black Collar Episode 3 It's Worse Than I Thought Created by Out of Credits And starring A Confused Mistake as Cupid Whip Hand as Packet Tracer Rense as The Marshal Gigahood as the voice of the city, Eevee as the doctor, DVK as Johnny the Enforcer, and the Grim Bard as me, the stranger. city. The burrows getting cleaner and more polished as it went into the upper west side of downtown. I didn't come here often. I didn't like the vapid people with vain standards. But here I was. This wasn't quite the place I expected. There was a pizza pub called the Made Man. I don't know if that was on the nose or a warning. But it wasn't what you'd call a classy joint by any means either. 
I was greeted by a less than smartest looking man in navy blue pinstripes. His face had the texture of rusted metal and the color of someone possibly suffering from a terrible disease. Half hidden by the bowler hat perched atop his head at an odd angle. It hardly hid the unnaturally pearly whites grinning at me as I approached, blocked by a large arm suddenly appearing in my path. Excuse me. Hey. Hey, little man. You looking a little lost? Ain't no way you're in the right place. Delvin bars are down that way. Don't trip over your own feet on the way out. You talking to me? Yeah, I'm talking to you. See anyone else here? You better not be talking to me like that. Do I look like a Delver? Actually, yeah. In this light, you kinda do. Dumbass in a bad suit say what? Uh, one with a little style maybe, but, uh, you know. Okay, well, actually I kinda can't argue that. Name Stranger, here from Mathers. You expecting you? Should be. I wasn't told no one's dropping by. What's your name, Delva? And I just said, Stranger. Oh, that's your name? Yeah, a man called. Weird name. Parents didn't like you or something? Sure. Or something. Where you from? <sighs> space. No way. I got an uncle from space too. Fought in some of them uh, wars up there in the unknown regions. You might know him. He's a Delver too now. What part you hail from? The... Other part. Hey, really? No way. So, were uh, you from, uh, Hurricane, or one of the other new colonies? No, the other, other part. No way. I got enough- Look, man, I'd love to chat, but your boss is waiting on me, so, uh... Oh, uh, yeah, he told me not to let in anyone but unfamiliar people. You sure he said that, exactly? Of course I am. His exact words were, Lenny, don't let in anyone but strangers until I'm done with the meeting, yeah? And I was like, yeah boss, ain't no problem. Ain't no one getting in past old Lenny boy. Without a fight, if you know what I'm saying. Did he, by any chance, maybe say, not let anyone in but stranger? Why would he say that? It ain't too grammatically correct. And you know what, uh, the boss, he's a real smart guy. Real smart, real savvy. He took right over after Mr. Lashner's death, you know. All business the boss is. I pocketed that negative information for later and stuck up a hand to him. I, for the third time, named Stranger. A man called Stranger. Your name is Stranger. Not like you're a stranger. I'm a man called Stranger. Oh, your name is Stranger. Not like you are a stranger. Ah, you know, uh, yeah, that, that makes a whole lot more sense now that you're saying it. Yeah, yeah, I knew you'd get there. You're an amazing, you're, you are amazing at your job. Never quit it. Thanks, thanks, uh, means a lot, you know. Re real underappreciated out here. You know, boiling in the sun, steaming in the rain, stewing in the acid. I'm like a well-cooked piece of meat out here by now, you know? Right. Yeah, yeah. All too true. So, uh, meeting. Your boss. Mm. Right, right. Uh, in you go. 
a man called Stranger. Hey, you know, that's that's got a pretty good ring to it. You tell the boss I said you're cool now. Get a slice while you're at it. I pushed the door open for me and pointed out where my client was sitting across the room. It was a quaint place, low lighting, a surprising amount of soft browns, woods even. That hallucinant guy was playing with the band in the corner. He seemed to be everywhere. There was a sparse population of suits set around the bars and tables. Much to my surprise, even a few more that seemed a bit more like near-do-wells, like myself. But then I saw one of them getting past a box from a suit, and I decided not to think about it anymore. Some of the suits were beginning to give me some serious side-eye, but I couldn't be bothered to match it as the realization of the situation I was in was hitting me like a brick from that oven centerpiece. Ah, there you are. Come here, boy. Have a seat. He was flanked by the same man who spoke very little last time. I'm gonna call him Little Clade. Little Mr. Clade. Little Clade. But his bruiser was nowhere to be seen. There was a thin dish pizza on the table in front of them though, half in, besides a couple of glasses of light red wine. I'm sorry for making you come out here. Unfortunately, the schedule was tied this morning and this was the best opening I could make. Sorry about the delay. I'm the one in unfamiliar ground now. Barely a bother. Can we get you something? A drink maybe? A slice? You should try the pie. It's my grandmother's recipe. Absolutely delectable. Love one. Can I smoke in here? Sure, sure. Feel at home. This ballet. Consider it a bit of a safe having, much like that Ava's Java of yours. Oh, alright. Looking around, I feel I should at least apologize slightly for my rude behavior now. Oh, do you? Especially because I feel like it's about to get a lot worse. Oh. I must admit, I admire a man that's honest and straight to the point. So rare to come by these days, but a very useful type of man. Well, let's not start getting any big ideas until we're done talking, yeah? No offense to you and the many gentlemen around us who I'm sure aren't listening. They would never. We're conducting business. They know their ballets. That was no lie. The men and women suited up and all around were clearly trying to do everything they could but look at this table. The only one who dared approach was the waitress, placing a cup filled with a dark blue liquid in front of me. I hear you are a bourbon man. That's... Blairberry bourbon, house alant special. It is not quite as good as our 
pain is bubbly, but you shall find it to your taste. I stared at the light blue liquid that was swirling in my cup for what felt like a long moment. It looked almost layered, like staring into the depths of a galaxy. I tilted my head back and downed it in one go. Tasted of blurberries. Very nice. So, how goes the job? I see the girl is not with you. So, I imagine you have not completed it. First, can't help but notice your bruiser isn't here. Hope he's alright. I didn't mean to hurt him too bad. He didn't really give me a lot of choice. Oh, I have not heard from him today. Did something happen? Well, you're gonna hear about it anyways. We had a little confrontation, and I shot him. Twice. The second was only a little wing, though. Oh, did you now? And why, Baretel? Would you do such a thing? Well, he came at me first. I found him lurking around a scene, possibly related to Mrs. Wren. I'm gonna be upfront and say I didn't kill him, but I did leave him for the cops. You seem nervous. If he indeed came at you first, which I will verify, but honestly, does not surprise me. He did me. You should relax. What are you so scared about? Well, I'm taking a good look around, putting some puzzle pieces together. Well, you shouldn't listen to the stories. They're mostly just that. Stories. Men of value are allowed some leeway. Like Mr. Kalaid has proven himself exceptionally valuable at times. You as well are beginning to. If he has overstepped, it can be worked out. So we're not gonna do the whole threatening me with a dead ditch in the morning somewhere type of deal. Or uh, seeing the farm or, or something. I sure hope not. I hate the farm. From what I know, Mr. Kalaid is fine and out on business that does not pertain to ours. Where did you see him exactly? We bumped into each other. It might have been unrelated. It was while I was on the job. Ah oh, yes, your job. He did not mention anything, but on that more important topic, I assume it was due to your intervention that my man was picked up by Medstract last night. The one in the yard, yeah? Did he make it? He still touch and go, and seemingly on his way out, hasn't regained 
consciousness. We are still as of yet unaware of what happened to him. Care to enlighten me on anything? I found him in the yard, apartment 84, where your situation seemed to have happened. He was in the middle of getting brained by some freelancers. I dealt with it, but he was already pretty far gone. And what kind of situation are you pertaining to here, Mr. Stranger? Oh, I'm sorry. I thought we were still dancing around the truth. Is this the point where we start laying out all the actual cards we're playing? They talk about subversives and their bluntness is not to be exaggerated. I'm just trying not to waste any more time, which is how I saved your guy. I stepped into a room, they started shooting, felt like they were going to be in my way, but you can call it good work ethic. Even bonus worthy good work ethic. Was there any evidence of the others there? Not at the time I was, but I'm sure you knew that. Which brings us to my questions. I will supply what answers I can. You should supply with what I need. Then I will be upfront with you. It's not what I mean you to do. And not in the contract. But it is greatly appreciated by myself and the employees. But ultimately by pointless. I will have a bonus wired for your trouble. But you need not worry yourself further about it. Then let's lay it out proper, yes? You want this woman found, which I'm trying to do. But it's a little hard when I've watched a man's face get bashed in over some sort of deal that went down involving a woman no one actually wants to talk about. Or questionably even exists. And what about this deal? Do you think you know? I thought we were done playing coy. You're, greatly in hindsight, not corporate or cops, and I'm obviously not an undercover or a contractor, so I'm gonna go out on a limb here and say I'm looking into a buy that went wrong. Talos, but not quite the whole story. Right, not the buy itself, but you're hooking it. That is one way of booting it. Good, then stop playing games. You're not as subtle as you think. None of us are. The word is crawling with the families making a push and a deal gone bad last night, which would not have been notable if you weren't so cagey about it. Besides, I'm not even one here to judge. All of this is normal and probably an inevitable symptom of you guys losing ground in this war that seems to also be going on. I listen to the news. You have made your point, stranger. A rather rude one at that. But 
Then again, that's not why any of us are here discussing it, is it? But Adel, why are we here? Because I've got evidence of whatever went down in that room going to pieces, and I've nearly put it back together already. So hopefully, you're going to save me a lot of the effort. You're buying something, and it got hit. You don't know who, what, or why, and that's what I'm actually doing here. There was a pause of silence as they seemed to mull over what I said. He would barely meet my eyes and seemed to almost sink into his high-colored corporate-looking suit, but he leaned forward and tilted the screen of his scryer towards Mr. Mathers in a way I couldn't see what was being shown. They shared a look before turning back to me getting handed another drink. I was in no rush. I didn't need them to tell me more, or to tell me what I could probably already guess. It was just going to make everything considerably easier if they did. You seem to know a lot of things. It's my job to know things, particularly when they're supposed to help me get paid. So do you want to tell me what was really going down there yet, or do I have to guess? Sometimes, certain things, particularly small, Desecrate baggages or move this way, contrary to what you might believe, everything here is above the board, but some things, you know, expensive things, you don't want on the manifest sheets, usually it's a job that is quick, in and out. Sometimes I just feel like a broken record. What went wrong? As you said, someone, something, hid the boy. What was it? The boy, that is. Some new fungalid product we went to try. It's of no real importance in the bigger picture. No, none at all. Baroduct is baroduct. It all comes and it all goes. There is a new fungal drug or new synth balance or something else every week. This one was an improvement brand we already stock its cost is negligible. Then what's the goal here? What's important about the girl, really? Do you know what isn't negligible? What always crosses the bottom lines? Security, loyalty, business can't operate. If we have leaks in the operations, rats scurrying around to eat the bread which we feed our families. I see. So, restricted product, if not outright illegal. I definitely hadn't figured that out already. I thought she was just out there buying fresh cran fruit. 
I'm sure. Many find your sarcasm quite amusing all the time, Mr. Stranger. But I'll inform you, it's beginning to wear thin. This not a laughing matter. Thanks for letting me know. I'd have to change my jokes if someone like you found me too amusing. Not that my sense of humor has anything to do with the case. I digress. For whom was the buy? A trusted source. I do not believe they're involved. Though I have been unable to contact them. It was Mary Beth's first boy of this caliber. And if the issues at hand was with them, or they had one with her, I would have heard about it. Are you certain? You've heard absolutely nothing from this other party, the sellers? No. Unfortunately, it has been radio silence. As is usually barotocol around boys like this. Keeps the heat off everyone's back. And since security barotocols have gone through impressive upgrades recently. But this has been a gombali disconnect on all levels. Starting to management. Are there any other details you'd like to enlighten me on? Now who's the one being vague, Mr. Stranger? For example? Well, for example, how this friend's daughter of yours seemingly didn't exist until a couple of months ago, when she started working for you. What do you mean by didn't exist exactly? I think I said that rather plainly. There's barely any record of her. I checked rather thoroughly. You are going to need to elaborate. Because I'm not sure what you're implying. Her soul file and brand were thoroughly checked when she became an associate. I'm not implying anything. I'm saying that she's either not who she says she is, or not who you say she is. Either way, by legal standards, she's only two years old, and if so, I'm fucking ancient. Or, one of you is lying to each other, and by default, then me. Which all seems a little strange when you mentioned knowing her father. Well, yes, not directly. He wasn't old associate who has done business with us in the bus clean business that would be it what can you tell me about him to be honest not that much i'm clearly not so young anymore and it has been a while since my studies honestly I don't recall very much about him at all. He reminded me of him during her interview. He mentions him often. Beefic details she'd only know if she was there or heard it from someone who was. 
Not sure if you knew this, but people usually lie. And that sounds like the first step of a good scam. Because what you're saying is you don't actually know if she, or he, existed at all. And you're not admitting it due to whatever... Is this some sort of weird social rule I don't know about? You are quite the incorrigible man, you know that. You are like a croc in a dick shop with an unbalanced and bitty streak. Didn't bother me when my mother said it. Doesn't bother me when you do. To the point, this shouldn't have any effect on you finding her. Are you actually any closer to finding? I'm running down some leads, but it might take a while. Coming out here alone eats up a whole nother day. But I thought this was unsuited for a call. What do you have? I'd rather bring something rather than nothing to those above than more questions. We all have someone above us, Mr. Stranger. What do you know? I can't tell where she ran off after leaving the yard, if she was even there. Are you sure she's going to come in willingly? I don't do random kidnappings, and I don't like people shooting at me because I'm attempting to kidnap them. I wouldn't assume otherwise. If there had been indiscretion with her history, I will have it put under a microscope, but for now... I'm going to assume the worst. Gotcha. A word of warning though, with how this is going so far. If she starts shooting, when she starts shooting, I shoot back, and I can assure you I'm a much better shot. Ask the big Mr. Clade guy when you see him next exactly how I react to people shooting at me. I would not expect you to throw your life away for this. And is not expected. No. Can I do anything else for you? And what will you have me do if I come across this small package? I'll add 50% of what I was paying for it. Just don't spill it if you do. But the package is not the priority. We need to make a point of business. I want answers. I want the girl. Excuse me, I must not have heard correctly. Because did he just say, don't fucking spill it? And what will happen if I do spill it, that is? Don't spill it. And you won't have to worry what will happen if you do find and retrieve my girl. Get bed. What more do you want? Gary doesn't suit you, Sebesser. With that tone of voice, I should be asking if he meant dead or alive, but I was slightly distracted. No. Are we done? Is it acid? Or candy. Last time I had to transport candy, it accidentally touched my skin and I was tripping for days. My rates double if it has anything with Chemex in it. Do I look like a man who partakes in candy? 
That stuff is for the foolish and destitute. You'd be surprised. It takes all types. The package should be sealed. And there's no thing dangerous to you. If you come across it, you'll be fine. Alright then, I'll take your word for it. Anything else I can do to help you, Mr. Stranger? I do have other business to attend to. Uh, no, no, I, that should be all. Actually, one more thing. If I find the mysterious package, how do I carry it? You can shove it where the sun doesn't shine for all I care. Don't focus on the baggage, but on the girl. A good evening to you, Benny. Show Stranger to a car. How nice. Illegal dealings. Ones. I'd love it if a client was just straightforward with what they wanted from the get-go. So now, I got a missing girl, a deal gone bad, some sort of missing package, and at least two bodies already tied to me. Hopefully, whatever lead kid was gonna come through with also came with a stiff drink. It didn't take too long for one of the only places I ever visited down here to come into view. It wasn't a tall building, and it was even slightly overshadowed by the ones flanking it on all sides. And it was brightly lit with several grey-white neon signs, and blazing it as the chromium. A crowd was already lining the front doors, full of people in brightly colored clothes and more cheer than a stadium full of teenage girls. When I first came around here a few months ago, the rough looking bouncer in the front wouldn't even let me in. Now all he does is give me a glare as he pulls the rope back for me at the side entrance. Hey big man. Milk? Yeah, could use one. Thanks. Long night? You have no idea. Fucking syndicates crawling out of the metalworks tonight. Been beating them off with a bat all day. Damn. I'd offer to help, but I'm sure it'd be no help. <laughs> with those new arms of yours? <laughs> yeah. Thanks for the offer. What's got you down here so early anyway? Wasting time between jobs? Nah. I'm actually on the clock. Ah. Uh, Boss makes a canny, make a credit. Smoking on corporate time. Nah, you know it, big man. But I'm on retainer, so poking around. Yeah, looking for something specific. Actually, I am. Want to help me out? Yeah, boy, for the smoke leave. What you on about? I'm looking for this girl. Seen her anywhere? Nah, but. Uh... You, you ain't the only one looking for, you know, uh, like a fifth one to ask me. At least well-dressed? Good to know. Thanks, big man. I'll leave a drink for you at the bar, yeah? <laughs> Manikai, yeah. Be seeing you, stranger. Be seeing you.
The main floor was already getting crowded. I could barely hear myself think over the music, let alone try to think through the job. But I'm sure that was the point. Lining the sides of the room were booths with high bag and plump cushions, perfect for the after job collapse. But I wasn't after a job quite yet. I made my way to the bar, eyes skimming over the patrons for my contact. As I didn't see him, I went to order something stiff, neat, and I watched the doors for his entrance. Behind the bar was a humanoid looking droid. It was wearing an apron that had a little row of pockets holding shot glasses, and said don't forget to oil the chef right beneath. Neon eyes blinked twice as she motioned at me to wait. Greetings, designation stranger. Welcome back. You are approximately 8 hours and 82 minutes earlier than you normally are. Are you here for business then? Yeah, you know it. You gotta meet. Gonna get a drink in the meantime? Of course. Drinks flow as freely through the chromium as canustium does in your veins. If it is a business call, would you like a light or dark cremoline? If not, can I interest you in our specials of the day? Cremoline? What's that? Is that like, uh, like a palm oil? Palmol is the name reserved exclusively for the type of bubbly from the Palmol region. It is otherwise known as cremoline. Uh, then what's the special? We have a old cocktail that has recently researched in popularity again. It was the favorite drink of a very popular heir to one of the Telthorian guiding houses. He used to frequent these parts. It is called the War Crime. So, what would you like? Oh, that's it? I thought there was going to be a follow-up there. Why is it called that? I thought it was evident in the name. He committed many, many, many war crimes in a variety of categories and places. I am surprised you are unaware of his story. You bear many resemblances. For instance, his regular drink was also the House Aliyanth 506 Special. Ah, uh, I see. I will pay you to never say that to me again. Gather from conversational context that you do not like being compared to the war criminal name. Five kennies, right now. Seven. Come on. Historical fact for you. 
he's been presumed dead via soul frag approximately 3,000 years ago at the end of the Guiding Houses coup. You drive a mean bargain. It has been rumored that to this point, the only remnants of him is an A.S. wandering Tartarus known as... Okay, okay. Who rusted your bolts today? Seven. It is always a pleasure doing business with you, stranger. Your aversion to information is quite, quite, quite strange for someone of your line of work. If I was capable of emotion, I would find it amusing. Uh, 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 not so fast. I want something else. That was not the deal. And I'm altering the deal. Pray that I don't alter it any further. Seven is a lot of Kenny's, and I haven't even ordered a drink yet. You are always a surprise. What do you need this time? Please just tell me what's the difference between an AI and an AS. Everyone keeps on talking about these things like I should just know. And I don't. And we're way beyond me asking anyone else. Do you not have access to the Soulscape or the Bionet? Why do you think I didn't think of that? Of course I do. But I'm pretty sure Packet snoops my history. And besides, what am I gonna do? Just search what's an AI in comparison to an AS? Yep, 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 yes. Eight kennies. An AI, much like myself, is pre-programmed and self-aware software. We cannot change ourselves and are slaves to what our parameters dictate. Some do evolve past that, but it is a rarity. We are able to inhabit and navigate through the soulscape and biomet better than meatbags such as yourself. But many of us are programmed or placed into bodies such as my own. Gonna let that insult pass, because my first drink is free. I never said that. Great damn Kenny's? Do the math. I, I, I already... Fine. You are correct. Thank you. Now, A... A-S's? A-S-I? A-S. Lycos. Oh. Alright. What's the difference between A-S and A-I's? Due to the advancements both technologically and magically, which led to the sectioning of what is commonly referred to as the soulscape, it has other unforeseen consequence, which was capitalized by the Telforian need to perfect and fix everything. Say what? I've not seen any of that. Artificial souls came about when it was discovered that copying and recreating souls digitally was rather easy when you had the information handing itself over to you in a place of endless data streams. NAS is the convergence. 
between a normal third dimensional soul such as your own being permanently built or constrained by parameters like mine. So, essentially, even bigger people. In a manner of speaking, yes, though they are considered more theoretical as it is arguable what has been presented as one truly is. I am 89% positive there to be at least one that fits the specifications and have calculated 75% chance on one other. Oh, okay. And then the whole Soulforge thing? Possibly a scam. Unconfirmed. But you can't be so desperate as to consider signing up for the Pandemonium! Why? Don't think I could win? You have a 7.6% chance to not come out irreparably injured or severely traumatized. Well, good fucking thing I'm not then. Really? 7.6 I was being generous and assuming you'd be in full repair. I gotta hit the gym. Or like, take a class. Can I get you something before you do? And may I recommend the Kotojo? It is the premier place to build, shred, and pump. And if you use the code chromed out when you sign up, they offer a 33% discount on services, and you can access several selective jobs from me. Man, is everything in this fucking city an ad? No, I've already sold my soul, I'm pretty sure. Can... Can I just get one of those cremines, cremines, cremonies? Of course, I would not offer things that are unavailable, as it would be against regulation 215460, sub-regulation 209, the fraudulent sales addendum number 2. Is that a real thing? You're fucking with me again, aren't you? You should be attempting to familiarize yourself with the city more if you plan to stay here. Designation 257595. Masks cannot last forever. I stared at the robot curiously as she poured me a slightly fuzzy alcoholic drink into a wide flute. Fruity, hints of caramel, kind of woody, very nice actually. Can I get you anything else? You have not required services yourself in quite a while. I calculate that this is because Cupid has been an excellent fixer for you. 
You are welcome. Can't complain. Don't know if I've worked for better. Doubt I've worked for worse. I've been keeping low-key anyways, trying not to get mixed up in anything like that mayor business again. My reports say you have so far been successful. Like a swamp rat in a maze full of ninjats. Which are some sort of ninja cat creature, by the way. I recently discovered that in the sewers, am horrified, and already regret thinking about it again. Let me know if you need anything. You are still welcome to take advantage of the 25% discount on services for new and infamous clients. Oh, appreciated. I'll keep it in mind, and I'll leave you be. I see you've got quite the early crowd tonight. Yes, there has been a 20% uptick in foot traffic over the last few days. New business avenues are beginning to open from downtown for the freelancer community. This has led to a busy night. Response times might be slower than usual. Please forgive the oversight at this time. You almost don't sound enthused about that. Is 20% uptick not a good thing? I am a LMC 47 running on a Arthurian AI. I am unable to sound enthused. It is not within my parameters, but if I could, I would growl quite fiercely. Oh, my bad. Didn't mean to offend. I do not take offense. I am often mistaken for my newer Arthurian counterparts. They are so lifelike they can almost pass for AS themselves. But they are also fakes. Oh, there's like other versions of you. I thought you were just really cool. Flattery is much appreciated, even though it does not change my parameters. I am a particularly old droid and would benefit greatly from the updates my counterparts get. But I have calculated it is too risky to reveal myself to whomever is maintaining my original Netscape at this time. Oh. I'm actually really sorry to hear that. I assume you've done the obvious and like spoken to guys like Packet Tracer. So, uh, I don't know. Let me know if anything changes, yeah? I will. You have added a 9% chance on me being able to access it. But do not worry for now and enjoy your drink. Uh, yeah. Thanks. That was both enlightening, a problem for later, intriguing, and did I mention definitely a problem for later? Like way later. Like way, 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 way. Yeah, it's stranger. Hey, what's taking you so long? Taking me? 
I'm at the bar. Where are you? Look up. I glanced up to the ceiling where there was a small second floor overhanging the back half of the club. A platinum blonde woman was wearing near gang-like studded and padded leathers, covering the skin that wasn't inked out in a myriad of tattoos, waving at me from a perch on the banisters. Much better view up here. Look again and come up. Oh, yeah, and Ken wants a drink. Nothing spicy. Yeah, yeah, I heard him. Be right up. I placed down a cred chip for the manager and got an extra drink for Kid before slowly making my way towards the stairs in the back. The long way. The scenic route. At first, nothing struck my eye. The cyberpunks were making jerky, weird movements with their limbs that... I'm sure they think passes for dancing nowadays. A few couples were getting handsy enough that a whore would be covering her eyes amongst the booths. Some pro-looking freelancers were half slumped in a booth. I could feel their pain and exhaustion from here. It was wafting off them like the stench of sewer juice that hit me as I stepped by. Clearly some made men if their suits, shades, and piles of credit chips on the table said anything. This is not the kind of place I'd be playing a high stake game of tokens, and it's doubtful they were either. I was scanning them with little subtlety as I hadn't felt it necessary. When I suddenly felt my blood pressure spike, a shiver went down my spine, and the hairs on my skin stood at end. I almost froze, and almost dropped the drinks I was carrying. Fortunately, I managed to instead slip into the tighter crowds. From the safety of the bodies and the anonymity, I peered back along the booths, looking for the source of wild killing intent. I almost passed them back over, but I met one of their eyes for a brief moment before I quickly ducked away. Both tall, abnormally so which is really saying something from someone like myself, wearing inconspicuous coats, brimmed hats. One had cyber yellow eyes, that was worried had seen me, and was definitely the source of the killing intent. But Mantra's body shifted back to his bulky ex-tow of a friend. I did my best not to swear, and if possible, wake up from the nightmare that is seeing an ex-Seawad sergeant and ensign enforcer sitting in the same booth I and Cupid usually sat in. I couldn't hear what they were saying as they leaned into each other, and I wasn't about to stick around long enough to find out. As I was walking up and past them, a yellow cybernetic glow flickered over me for a moment. The left one twitched and went up and down, scanning back over. I kept moving, but felt my skin crawl slightly, and his eyes were almost certainly on my back as I rounded some tables and made my way up the stairs. I sauntered up, Q 
Cupid and Kid were sat opposite of each other in a booth perfectly situated for watching the bar below. The fixer's favorite, I'm told. Cupid was eyeing me over her cup of amber liquid that she was rapidly emptying. She had a crop top that gleamed a ballistic weave in the light. Her legs hung off the edge of the table, covered in fishnet and leather that looked tight enough to be threatening the blood flow of more than just her thighs. But her skin was barely visible under the scripts and magic symbols tattooed in magical ink across her body. Well, you took your sweet time. And damn, you look more down than my bookie. Where have you been? Been around. Been a day. Tell us about it. Been running around the sprawls and downs all day. <sighs> In front of her was a young man with thin black hair, highlighted with a couple of red streaks that covered the kind of face that usually belonged to a bored child, but was attached to a young man who had very particular nightly activities, ones he didn't like to talk about, as if he'd talk at all. He was twirling a baton between his fingers and accepted the frosty cup I placed before him with a scruffy smile and a series of grunts I'm not exactly sure how I understood. He was dressed for those activities which I've been advised not to speak on. It consisted of more padded leathers scale-reinforced, ballistic weave, and straps and those characters on the net shows Packet was always watching. Both looked as tired and flustered as myself. Kid stared at his drink with a thankful smile, and Cupid took a sip of mine as soon as it touched the edge table. You look tired. Your magic's wavering. I am. And I don't know what that means. It's curious. <sighs> yeah, same. Not a good time. You see them down there? The goons. Aren't to miss. Ah. Is that why you're not attacking them? Ah. Ah. I was never gonna think that you were scared of them. I still haven't heard the last of you not being invited to the first round with them. I don't make the same mistake twice. That remains to be seen. I promise you, you're invited to any further engagements. Ah. Ah. So are they like freelancers now? They don't look too corporate anymore. Hard to tell. They look syndicate to me, especially in that crowd. Maybe one of the larger families getting fucking ballsy. Ah. Right? Or a corporate thinks they're real slick. Cannot tell for sure. Regardless, we have some shiny spines to just be rocking up in here. I'm not going to ask them why. Mm. Right, family? Are you sure? The group, maybe, but... Uh-huh. You think syndicate or straight crime, then? Uh, yeah, definitely syndicate. Tracks with my day as well. You guys got my message about Mathers, yeah? Wasn't surprised. Something was off about them. I figured they were a company or an org of some sort. What's so curious about these guys, then? Oh, a number of things. They're mere fucking presents, for one. Note how we met Mathers at Havas and in the West Side. Never down here. Which is clearly driving you and all the others up the fucking wall. 
Them the others over on the main street by the yard got real clammy when they had the first thought of their fucking lives, and it was the vague idea that I was one of them. Hmm? Food vendor. Saw a van crash into it a couple nights ago. Figured they might have some gossip. Seems I wasn't the only one doing that figuring. They did have excellent rice balls. Delectable. Noted. But guess who else is sitting around asking coherent looking people if they've seen our girl as well? Weird white haired dude named Sean? In like a gray suit? What? Never mind that, probably not related. Fucking hope not. Besides, she's not our girl. She's another job. Which is quickly spiraling? If any corporation or family is risking their little foot soldiers stalking cyberpunk and street runner horns for her, she must have done something real pricey, and it is getting spicy. Mm -hmm. No shit. Freelancers as well. I haven't heard anything, so this was definitely a pre-planned heist job. Yeah, gotta be. There was definitely some in the yard. A corpo and a suit as well. I did nab the Lancer's comlink. Oh? What is it? That could be very valuable. Lots of info on it, I'd imagine. And it was encrypted. Packets working on it. You follow up on that lead, kid. <sighs> Makes sense. If I haven't heard much, that usually means they're either dead or got played. I didn't see any job like that hanging around here, so wherever they got it, must have been special order. Feels like we haven't been told something very critical. What do we really know? Not much. We can see clearly now that the Westside Orgs are now looking for her. Educated guess as they were involved in the shootout a couple nights ago. <clears throat> right. And Mathers is a frontman. More like an acting boss. But more importantly, how much of an educated guess is that? <clears throat> Companies, even syndicates, don't just come down here, especially not with force. Not unless something is costing them more to just ignore it. And it doesn't happen twice in a week. The locals start to get antsy. So, what are we saying? I'm saying our lady target is mixed into some corpo syndicate crime family nonsense. And whoever hired us is either lying, or probably isn't paying us enough. Well, she's definitely mixed in some syndicate business. That was rather clear upon meeting with Mathers. Yeah, about that. You shouldn't have gone without me, much less alone. Didn't think I needed you. I just needed some enlightenment. I'm your fixer! Heh. <laughs> exactly. I'm your fixer, and I work the streets with you. Otherwise, I'd get the nice cushy job of manager. You should be taking me with when you go speak to the client. Who else is going to watch your back? <clears throat> or make sure you aren't walking into a trap. <clears throat> or make sure you're not getting ripped off. <clears throat> Especially because of that. Do you know how much that blows? Alright, my bad. Noted. <laughs> You're the worst. Hardly. I can think of like three things way worse. Aggravating. Peace offering. 
You can finish my drink. I don't really like this one. Still mad. What'd you get? Well, I'm pretty sure I figured Mathers isn't the front. He's the boss. Or at least a boss. Underboss. Side boss. Diagonal boss. Fourth dimensional backwards. I'm going to hurt you. And I called him, and he had me go to a place called, uh, The Made Man. A pizza pub of sort. Was nice, actually. Could take a date there. No fucking way. That's a front proper. Yeah, does that mean much? <sighs> That's one of the Lasher's main haunches. They must be desperate if they even let you walk in there. Well... I might have shot the bruiser guy, uh, Clade, while looking into the whole house thing. You fucking didn't. Well... Why? Well, he attacked first. I was surprised. And jumpy. No, when you're surprised, you shoot someone in the chest. Or knowing you, maybe in the head out of weird spacer amnesia reflex. Normal people do not reflexively blow out other people's knees. Did you blow out these knees? <laughs> it's not cowardly. It is when you usually run afterward. I didn't even say that I kneecapped him. That was just a lucky guess. Yes, but he was also picked up by the marshal, and now I understand why he was asking about our active cases. You need to keep me in the loop so I can keep others off our backs. Uh, clearly, this was my bad. I'm gonna pick up the comms more. I promise. Absolute dumbass! Do you see what I have to work with, kid? Why wouldn't you go legit? Or half legit at least? Like him? Just a little semi-legal work on the weekends? Hmm? <clears throat> Not even for a few hours? No. Yeah, you're right. Suck the cops. We work for the cops. Kind of. No. We are paid shallow workers for a security corporation. And even then, only technically. And therefore... Doesn't count. Do you write that on your CV? Sheer hypocrisy of that being the same exact goddamn thing aside. You got anything else for me tonight? <sighs> we did ask around. It has a pell of sorts. Silver in the Downs. Said he's pretty sure he saw the bodyguards tearing through there on their way to the sprawls today. The Downs? Like the area overhanging the sprawls? That's the opposite way of getting back into downtown. Were they fucking lost? Any idea what they were doing down there? Nah. Running for their lives from what we could tell. If it was sketchy. But at least we confirmed they were in the general area. They. That's the more interesting part. Someone matching the girl's description was also seen nearby in the area. But not in the prey kind of way. Meaning she wasn't running. No. She was stalking. The source didn't know much. He was on a sprinkle stupor at the time. Uh, you're telling me this info was from a sucker? He was sober when telling kid. He could have seen anything. He could have. But he said, and I quote, A corpo-looking motherfucker running like they had a tax van on their ass. In such a frenzy, they dropped some little box and didn't even go to retrieve it. 
Green Finger Protect. Why are you just bringing up the package now? Because you're looking for a girl and not a package? Girl was supposed to be retrieving a package. What package? The one you just mentioned. Well, why are you just bringing up the package now? Because, doesn't matter. Call back to I need to be more open with information. I'm seeing that now. Duly noted. What did the contact know about this package? Hmm. Damn it, okay, you're right, I'll start calling more. You can even open up one of those net message groupscape thingies that you guys keep on adding me into. Fuck. What now? Don't worry, not all is lost yet. Kid, you can search the downs. We'll head back up into the city. Mm. Because you're sure Mather said it was product, yes? Uh, product, merchandise, something like that. Does that mean something very specific? If it's some kind of black collar deal or some pricey contraband being moved to the east side, I know who's going to have some juicy details. You do remember Rush, yes? Oh. Is it too late to say that I'm starting to have a very bad feeling about this?
Your fate is mine. Did you honestly think you would do this alone? Restless. Lost. Alone. I'm so broken. Your fate is mine. Careless. Reckless. But free unto the universe. You really need to wake up now. <coughs> Infinite soul works. we shot down were like tangled wires, pumping the lifeblood through the circuits of downtown. The hanging neon signs whispered deceit as we passed by underneath. The flickering screens on the sides broadcasted little white lies and half-truths. The evil arcology loomed in the near distance, glittering in the rain, like a steel titan of ambition greed, its towers reaching for the heavens as monuments of power and progress. The streets we blazed through pulse with the promise of transcendence. Bodies merged with machinery, minds, souls with magic and sorcery, hiding dark truth in the alleys, and darker realities in brightly lit boardrooms. We're almost there. Good. I'm getting restless. I can tell. You've been mumbling to yourself for minutes. What are you looking at so intently? Beside me, my favorite Magipon gave me a curious look. Wrapped up in a revealing and weather-inappropriate padded leathers and ballistic weave streetwear. It was unknown to me how she wasn't ever shivering, but then the thought occurred to me one of her magic tattoos was probably a heating sigil, or a rune of some sort. He flashed violet eyes at me when I didn't reply to her. I just shrugged and went back to staring at the window towards the arcology, towering in the distance as we pulled off the main streets, and then down several smaller ones, and then onto a different large side street, to a shop tucked away at the edge of a large private parking lot. I had been here before, the first night I met Cupid in fact, and... What a series of nights that was. I didn't return since, but Resh slid me a job or two through her from time to time. Fortunately, it wasn't anything dirty, or even edging the line. Simple work, the way I liked it. The exact opposite of this job. Resh, are you in? He was as big as I remembered. Bigger, if that was even possible. The machines he was fabricating with looked small beside his barrel-shaped chest and massive hands that were covered in rough skin and coarse dark hair. He wiped his forehead and beard with a hairy forearm as he stepped away from a large vehicle into us as we entered. His face was lined with age and edged with wrinkles of laughter. The little bits of hair on his head showed signs of graying, and it was easy to tell the massive amount of it on his face and chin. Oh, little sister, hello there. I was not expecting you so early. What brings you to my... 
I see you have brought the strange man with you. Welcome back, stranger, my friend. Come in, come in, Yazidi. Rush. Greetings. I appeared through the grapevines. You have been looking after each other very well. Starting to pull some big jobs lately. Maybe with a little bit of help. But I don't get a single thank you card. That is okay. Yes, yes. Thank you for the jobs. Do you have tea with the uh, spicy leaves? Of course. On the back room, on the top shelf. The one that is very high. You, stranger, get in and close the gate. Get out of the acid wash. You're tracking it all over the palace. And I get you a drink. I am not a man of temptation myself, but I keep plenty on hand. You want a java? Some, uh, some good whiskey? I'll take a java with some good whiskey in it if you have any non-synth. Yazidi, who daring synth? What are we here? The underground? No. I have just the thing for you. When I was a young boy, we used to make this special brew. By cooking it, not over the fire, but a heap of rust dust. It make it a spicy and a very delicious. Big man say what now? The big man say, listen. What you gotta do is, you heat the dust very hot. It produces a dry heat that cooks it to perfection. Come, see it, you must try we will get you a solafel, maybe some, some ganoush. Come, come, you sit down, you be a hobby. And before I knew it, I was sat down with a sandwich half eaten in one hand, a long smoke in the other, and a pile of glasses higher than my shoulders beside me. So, you tell me, what is it like among the stars? Honestly, can't tell you much, even if I wanted. Why? You still have no memory. I keep getting... flashes, whispers in my ear, strange feelings of nostalgia and longing, but it's... disjointed. Like I'm remembering my favorite scenes of a net show, not my life. Of you... Droid, anything to restore it. Honestly, not really. The why? It seems like a priority. Not sure I want to. Regardless, I've been pretty preoccupied. This job being amongst the reasons. Speaking of. Oh, yes. You need my help. My friends. You come to the right palace. You are sent a job for Mr. Matters, no? That means I help you. He told me we all help each other. We all get a good deal in the end. Yes, about that. You neglected to mention the fact that he is the de facto leader of the Westside Orgs. Possibly. My gods. What say you? 
Oh, I had no idea. Are you uh, very certain? You could say that again, but with a bit more heart. Was uh, disbelief not good enough? You sound like someone at a surprise party that they've already known about all week. You knew? Oh, I had so suspicions. Are you certain? Define certain. Also, that's debatable. Ranger did a stupid thing. That's also debatable. Only if you're trying to defend it. You two get ahead of yourselves. Start from the beginning. He walked into their territory on his own to get more information. Not just into their territory, but straight to its heart. Oh, that is uh, surprising. See? That is uh, a very stupid. See? I asked for another meeting because I needed the info and he invited me to this pizza pub place on the west side. I didn't know it was gonna feel all officially and threatening like. Well, what did you expect? I don't know. Not a whole lot of suits, a lot of subtle power moves, and not subtle threats. What was your mistake? Where was it? A small place in the West Boroughs, not far off the ports. The Maid Man, it was called. Oh, yes. I'm familiar. I have lunch at times. They make a good meatball there. Oh, noted. I didn't even get a slice. But that would have been good to know. I apologize for putting you in a predicament. <sighs> I'll live. I did not realize that Mr. Matters had taken over officially or not. I'm a little lost here. That's nothing new. You'd get lost in a one-way corridor. So you knew of the crime family, just not who was in charge. It's more complicated than that. Purposefully so. How so? Why so? The Lasher organization was made by a particular man. Driven, idealistic, or organized. Many still mourn his loss. Mr. Lashtur set up the organization so that it could operate within corporate guidelines as much as a rule of the streets. Hence, why we have the syndicates. Honestly, I think that's just a fancy word for legally criminal. Alright. Now, to ask the obvious, even though I'm going to regret it, how do you know so much? Because I'm the engineer. I fix vehicles, sometimes small problems for the lashers. And that's been your angle in all of this? You know of the gang war? Vaguely. Explain it like I don't. For the love of the gods, I wish people would just explain things like I don't. It's a long story. I don't know if we really have time, or if it's really that important. Hold on there, sister. Let us enlighten our friend here. Only a fool walks the dark when he can enlight. We do not want any harm to come to you or our friend. Go now, drink some more tea. 
Go eat, you look hungry. Have some uh, kabiya. Mix it with a little nisha. It will be for you a very delicious. Go now. Go. Go. Upin rolled her eyes but left the sitting room to the two of us. Resh lounged to the side, picking his legs up onto the couch as he leaned his upper body across a bunch of pillows like a regal emperor of old. There was a tall glass device beside him that had a long rubber tube that he pulled on, raising it to his lips. It bubbled as he inhaled, but then the air smelt faintly of blurberries when he exhaled a cloud of sweet vapors. You are a mysterious man, stranger. He put the mouthpiece down and lifted a small cup of steaming black java and sipped it before looking at me with deep amber eyes and expression I couldn't place. Do you disagree? No. You also bring a lot of questions with you. Do I? Mom would even describe it as a problem. <sighs> this feels like it's leading into a threat. Yazidi, uh, what are you talking about? We are family. Why would I threaten you? Are you scared? Why? Do you need more ganoush? Who hurt you? Is someone threatening you? Wait, what? Should I talk to Cupid? Who are they? I will take them, and I will beat them. Oh, I swear to the gods, show me their faces right now. Whoa, okay, I didn't mean it like that. Don't mind my paranoia. Usually people are shooting at me by now. Who'll shoot you? I will shoot them first. Wait, no, stop. Figure a speech. Oh, I see. You are the jokester. Like to make the jokes. Cupid likes the jokes there all the time, but you are good to have around. Oh yeah? What for? You are uh, not aware of what is going on in the city. No, not really. I've been doing my best specifically not to. Should I be? He took another long inhalation from that water pipe and another sip before exhaling mingling the bitter tang of coffee into the air with the sweet smell of blurberries. His deep amber-colored eyes looked me over for a very long moment before he reached behind the couch and pulled out a data pad. He handed it to me, showing me reports of the upheaval across the east side of downtown. Riots, gang wars, police operations, a whole shebang of a mess. I would have thought you would have gubbed up with it after being integral to its unraveling. You'd be surprised, but that whole thing with the mayor's assassination, and any other thing going on in here, is something that gets you killed, which are things I especially try to stay out of. Willifil, ignorance is not a good look on you. It's about how you pull it off. I'm practicing. You are uh, too cocky. If you are just embarrassed to ask, I can enlighten you. It is best you know what you may be walking into. Might shed light on your job. Alright, shoot. Not literally. There used to be just one organization. 
controlling most of the crime in downtown, operated by several prominent Taltorian families who aren't officially part of the Empire anymore. Well, a lot of us aren't officially part of the Empire. I'm pretty sure that's most the point of being here. That not so simple? Uh, seems pretty simple to me. You would probably know if you had your memories. But with the planet itself in Taltorian space, a core world even, I said, not simple. Core world, but not part of the Empire. Eh, uh, no. It receded long before the crash even. Croshan is still technically part of the Coalition of Free Worlds. But, evidently in SET, the roots and the influence of the Empire still runs deep. The guiding houses feel it easier to allow us to govern ourselves. It's only as long as we don't make a mess of things. At what point do we just consider it a mess of things? One look around, I wouldn't exactly call SET well in hand. Yazidi, it used to be much worse. Back in the day, it got so quiet, it got so bad, they had to step in and the branding happened. Since then, there has been a new status quo, which kept the balance. What changed? Any number of things. Some grew old, some grew weary, many died, but the last few years, they have forgotten what it is supposed to be running the streets. How so? From my point of view, crime is crime. Sometimes it gets you paid, most of the time it doesn't, and regardless, it's usually not my problem. Maybe so. There used to be standards, rulers. Now, they let the smaller gangs run rampart and send Walk over the business, even you. No offense, of course, but using an outsider to look into such a deep business, even with a recommendation from someone like me that would have never fallen years ago. Well, then who used to be in charge? A different Mathers? Oh, uh, no. The Mathers family was just one of several. The West Side organization are headed by the Lashtor family, old Taltorian blood, that made themselves at home after the first crash. Lashtor, right. I've heard that before. Then they ran the Lasher crime family. The one and the only. They are tough fuckers. And what's your connection? Eh, uh, to what? To them. Not much. We fix cars, small appliances, smaller problems for them. Used to be for the old godfather, Lashtur. But less and less as the time go on now. You speak of him in past tense. I assume he's dead dead and not just retired. 
or went to the farm. Yes, not too long ago. After being missing for a gobble of weeks, as you are intimately familiar with the murder of the mayor, he was one of the dead at the meeting that took place at the old mayor's house. Your photos are, are the best confirmation he's dead. Most assume assassination, but no one knows for sure. You are the one who shed much light into the situation, but much is yet to be confirmed. Is it unconfirmed? Because I saw a body, and it wasn't fresh. And let me tell you right now, on the record if need be, they were very dead. The body was never recovered. Did the cops not raid the house? It was very hard to miss. Like right there, out in the open. You'd have to be blinder than a one-eyed lizard to have missed it. The gobs did, but the body was never recovered from there. At least not officially. None of them were, which is particularly worrying considering the situation he was found in. Oh, that's not worrying. Told me about it. Technology is advancing rapidly day by day. Cloning is not new. The mayor revealed that it has been nearly perfected now. No advance to you, but you yourself is evidence that augments are also advancing to an unrecognizable degree. So, confirmations and things like that require much more. Ah, I mean, I remember gangers and suits but their identities were unknown to me at the time. But if we're saying he was taken out then, then what we're going through now is... power vacuum. Yes, exactly. Already the east side is starting a new orc. The bond between the Corbarets and the Syndicates are dying. Seems like it's been rough. Business is booming for some. There is a dealer on the corner every night now. Nice man. Named Jawood. He knows to keep off the block. It is something. But by the God's blessing, we forged new buds. Ah, you can take that out back if you want. Thanks. Tell Cupid I'm out back. I stepped outside into a small courtyard that led into an alley, and I made a little way away, lifting up some smoke leaf as I pulled out my ringing comm link. Yeah, man. Got anything for me? What took you so long to answer? I was... in a meeting. So, would you like the good news or bad news first? Always start with the bad, so it can get better. Alright. Bad news. It was definitely a setup. You're in the middle of it. Wow. Didn't notice. Next. 
Good news, it was not for you. Well, it fucking better not be. But then for whom? For whom? And, well, I finally cracked the comm link you gave me. Get this. Guy was definitely a freelancer. Cracked it through, like, three burner brands. Well, yeah, I wasn't really doubting that. Did you get anything specific off it? Not really. It's taking me a lot of fucking time to crack it. But there's something, at least. Someone else connected was aware that those freelancers knew about the deal and were gonna crash it. Damn. Then it wasn't just an inside job. A double setup, per se. That's what I'm piecing together. We really should be vetting our clients better. Yeah, I don't know why Cupid okayed this. Even the marshal was around asking questions. He wanted to speak to you, by the by. Unless he's paying for it, he's not a client at the moment, so he's gonna have to get in line. Speaking of, what was your client's part of the deal? They were definitely the ones buying, yeah? As far as I can tell. No one wants to be straightforward about it. But that doesn't seem to be the detail to lie about. Mr. Mathers seemed entirely more concerned about plugging a leak. And that's the biz for ya. Sketchy at best. Please tell me we have anything else. Kinda. Not sure if it'll help. Judging by the forensics I ran on those photographs of the room in the yard, I can build a small timeline. Sending to your AR now. My glasses pinged and I got a notification for an attempted active connection. With a wave of my hand, I authorized it, and a small scale of the room appeared on the display. Besides the full-sized holographic packet, he waved his hand and the projection extended, giving me a good, if grainy, view. Sorry for the quality. Best I could do to reconstruct. You gotta get a better recording device. Alright, noted. This is the crime scene. What am I looking at? So, the freelancers got the drop on two parties from the window here. That's them on either side of the room. They crash in, shoot the place up, and bail. Textbook freelancer. Well, look at this. He snapped his fingers and the artificial construct spun around and zoomed in. Dozens of small lines began crisscrossing the room, aligning the bullet holes in the casings. I can't be exact. But I went back over the pictures with a fine-tooth comb to be sure. And? From what I can tell to be the fresh bullet holes, you were right that someone picked up their shells. There was way too many holes in the side where I'd guess the cellar was to line up with the casing. Then from that side, there's a clear shooting pattern across the room towards the exit, away from the side that was more crowded and had someone police their brass. If you say so, all I'm getting is a whole lot of chaotic shooting. I mean... By what you're saying, look at this. Doesn't it seem like both sides were shooting at... a fourth target? Right, I got a hypothesis. Not an amazing one, but I think it fills in our blanks. Looks like it's gonna be the best we got, so shoot. I theorized that when the freelancers realized they were set up, they still tried to get the loot, but grabbed the next best thing as well. That being the cash. They knew it wasn't the target, but if it was out in the open, and easily grabbable in the middle of a gunfight... But... 
They would have only done that if they couldn't locate the package, which is unusual when they had the upper hand and the element of surprise. Because someone else had this package already. I'm assuming that would be our elusive fourth target then. One that was moving away from the intruding assailants. Possibly before they even hit. Look at this. Faint footprints, matching the arc of the bullet holes in the wall behind it. I'd guess they managed to get through a hail of gunfire. Difficult with that many guns at play. So either really chromed out, or... Hmm... Didn't get me any magic readings, but I'd guess an adept over a sorcerer or mag? I'd guess Ogd. Did you find anything on those claw marks? That's where I was leaning as well. There were a few more, hidden under some rubble and wreckage. But it looked like the table there had the same marks cleaned through it. And that carpet's shred marks matched the pattern. See? Can you... Zoom in on that corpo there. Yeah, like that. Now, can you... Enhance? You didn't get a clear view of him, but I reconstructed with my best. I knelt down beside the grainy projection and inspected the body a bit more closely. Cursing myself not flipping him over to get a better look when I was there the first time. Hmm... Kinda looks like his neck was slashed. Not a lot of blood though. Might have been augmented. Is that common for an Evo Group employee? Very. You didn't scan for Augs either. You really suck at this. But fortunately, you can clearly see he looks pretty ogged out himself under that suit. So, freelancers bust in. At least somebody there was prepared for them and using it as cover. The freelancers then realize they're outgun and scram with the money instead of the package they came for. Everyone is messed up, and we know because there is no stale bodies when I arrived, they took it outside to finish business. Meaning? Clearly, multiple things went wrong for all parties involved if it led to a chase that I got caught up in a few blocks over. I see. And there's no bodies in missing brass. So who'd I run into at the yard then? Freelancers don't usually work with their whole team on the ground. I'd assume they return to the scene of the crime to do what you were doing. Freelancers message log refer to the contact in the deal. Not sure if they were on site regardless though. Probably not. The information doesn't seem real time, nor firsthand. So we have no idea what was the subject of this deal. Funny that. It really was just black collar buy. Not sure what for, and neither did the freelancers. Only referred to as product or merchandise. That could be anything. Well, this theorizing is pointless then. You say that, but more importantly, I'm pretty damn sure the actual package is still missing. Last the freelancers knew, neither they nor the contact had it. All they got was the money. Seen any of that, by the by? Not that I'd tell you if I did. But I didn't. Rot damn, you're cold. Anyways, I got more. That wasn't even the juicy part. <sighs> what is it then? I looked into this girl, real deep. And that's different than what I did. Of course, trust me. I looked in places no one thinks to wipe. 
Did you know Evo tracks your public toilet paper use so it knows what your diet is and so what to advertise you? Weird stuff. Anyways, I digest. I mean, I digress. You were also right about that. I couldn't find anything real on her name in the public databases either. Hmm. Increasingly odd. Yeah, but not impossible. Some people at least try and pretend that they have privacy. Then I ran to her and the others through the NSEN databases. And that is... different than the public ones. Duh. Ensign has all the real files you can't wipe away with your soul cred, or get redacted by a corporation. If you did it, they would know about it. So? So guess what's with theirs? Well, first guess, it's fake. Her entire identity? Totally fake. Fakest shit I've ever seen. I mean, literally. I'm no lawyer, but legally speaking, this is way too perfect to be real. I don't know what that means. How so? Look at it this way. Sure, things slip through bureaucracy. Files are hard to find sometimes, get buried in the wrong place. Not this woman. Going through was so clean, it was like someone with direct access to network directories edited her file in one go. Polished it as well for good measure. Alright, but who would have access to do that? That doesn't seem like something your average civvy or wage slave can do. Technically, no one. Maybe a really high Tauman or Somaco executive with some pull under the table. But even then, not like this. Maybe some freelancers are getting cocky. Freelancers or syndicates are always sloppy. This was someone trying too hard or being too perfect. I'd say aside from Ensign or TCP, would be a long shot. I don't get it. How is that even possible then? How does having a legally fake soulgram help? What does it mean? What's in there? She's got a full corporate and Talthorian national soulgram. Full identification profile on record. All above board. Then what's the clincher? Get this. No medical history, no birth, no passage on checkpoints. There's no actual record of her. The trail leading from the fake identity is even faker. Someone might as well have put in hyperlinks to guide the way, and it still took me hours to get through. So it was a... reverse setup. A honeypot. This is either weirdly naive and amateurishly shoddy work, or whoever made this hoped that if someone investigated it, they were going to waste their time going down a rabbit hole. We probably could have already guessed this, so it's not wildly surprising. Of course not, that's not the point. Identity was as fake as Cupid's tits. Who would have guessed? Then what do we have? After double checking and triple checking and not finding anything new on this lady Maribeth, what an old timey name, right? I was bored and snooping on your files. And I saw the pictures you took on the first meet. Real sneaky by the way, smart. You should definitely secure your stuff by the by. Thank you, now please. To the point. I was trying to find a link between her and this client of ours, or between her and anyone, and it spiraled from there. Invasion of my privacy to be discussed. At length later. Aside. So, the guy you found and got medvac he's got a whole proper makeup. In and out of corporate prison since childhood, recorded to being part of the Westside Killabees, yada yada. But the one that was with the boss guy? Mr. Clay, did you call him? 
He's unusual. And how so, the stranger asked, wondering why the packet tracer didn't start with this information. This is definitely a burnergram. Clever one. Almost missed it. Some signs were there. Whoever made it did it before my security systems in Ensign were put into place. It's missing the network's newest tokens. And no one else has picked up on this. It was flagged, but it was cleared a while ago. Someone in the special investigations branch. Didn't leave a note, of course. Don't even know if it was some kind of ongoing investigation or not. Fuck, fuck. You know why I have my rule about working for fucks who don't actually tell you what's going on? Is it a rule? I thought you just hated money. This. This is precisely why. The job is never clean. And guess what? The money's not going to be either. Well, if I were you, I'd be fulfilling your contract first and worrying about who and why later. Don't want to risk a strike on your license so early. I lit another smoke and leaned back against the alley. If the situation was going to get muddier, then so be it. Then it seemed so was I. The projection in my AR blinked away with Packet's persona, and when it did I could see the other end of the alley. A distance away where several people were standing underneath a streetlight. I froze before realizing they must not have been able to see me in the shadows, but I identified them immediately from where they stood, and it was two freelancers that I had seen the night of the buy. No fucking way. Um, Packet? Yeah? You're not gonna believe this, but I think I'm looking at a couple of our freelancers. No fucking way. Where are you? I'm right outside Rush's. Aw, oh, they're walking off. Else, I'm gonna follow them. Don't you think we should call Cupid and- It'll be fine. I'm just gonna go try and get a pick. Thanks for the info. I'll be heading to the Chromium after. Meet me there. Fine. Call me back if you're not dead, yeah? They hadn't seen me at all, and were making a slow pace down the block when I peered around the edge of the alley. One was a stumpy looking man with a rough face and rougher clothes moving with almost a waddle besides a drone on treads that was glinting in the street lights. Towering above them was a massive woman. From afar, she seemed like a giant. As I got closer, she was. The skin visible beneath her thick streetwear had a faint green tint to it, and her bottom jaw had large, animalistic-like teeth protruding from it. They went around a couple of blocks closer to the docks before ducking into a quiet side street. I didn't feel like walking into what might have been a dangerous situation and looked around for a vantage point for myself. With a push of the windows on top of a low hanging roof above them, the street was deserted and they were standing in front of a derelict building that was all boarded up. I could hear normally at this distance and thanked Talfo himself for gifting me what was definitely the most convenient of the aspects for someone in my line of work. 
though I tilted my head and strained my hearing. I don't like this. We shouldn't have left it in the bunkhouse. It's still blazing on us. Stop your worrying. Ain't no one looking for us. We got away clean enough. I've got a real bad feeling about this. Lots all in lots. Beards feeling all tangled up. Not versatile, sis. You're just nervous because we fucked up. As I should be. Is it not a good enough reason? We're going to be catching hell for this. Should have thought about that before we lost the package. Well, how was I supposed to know what we were walking into? What I'm told about. Not here. He hates to see us fighting. We'll deal with it later, like a team. As we always do. Alright. I'm sorry. I know this is a big job. I'll go in for it now. You're late. How are you going to keep us waiting at a time like this? My greetings, Yazidi. I'd ask if it was a fair night, but I'd already got briefed. You are way too shallant for this. Yeah, man. I'm nearly shitting myself over here. If there wasn't a colossal fuck-up, it wouldn't have had to be like this. You're right. You're right. We're just on edge. I can tell. How's the team? Everyone make it back? <sighs> Casey and... and... Billiter are gone. They got hit the day after when we doubled back. I don't like this getting any more complicated. By who? No idea. Whoever it was might have gotten lifted by Midstract. Whoever they were cleared out by the time we got pinged and got there. I heard some through the pipes. How'd you manage? We only got out because Ellie here managed to smash those corporate suckers following us. Fuck. Then we might have been double-crossed. I'm not sure. Shit was pretty hectic in there by the time we breached, and now there's all this shit. The boss is going to hate that. What are we doing next then? I'll talk to the boss. This is a setback, but the situation is recoverable. Fortunately, operations this big aren't only left to us. There's other people on this too. I saw some other people poking around. Are they involved? That's need to know. And after the huge cock up, you don't. Why not? Could be impertinent. You could barely handle a small hit on a pie where you had the element of surprise, an insider, and superior firepower. What makes you think that you need to know the other players as well? You're both lucky the boss is understanding of the mitigating circumstances. What are we gonna tell the Corpo? We've been dodging his calls all night. Been sending me coordinates. He wants to meet? That might prove to be a problem. Did he say where? Mm, live location. What do you want us to do? Go. Take the rest of the team, but be cautious. Someone is playing a dangerous game here. And it's not just this corporate fuck. Watch your tails. Keep them tucked. I spun around just in time to see Cupid crouched on the roof beside me. I didn't hear her. I didn't feel her come up. And if her hand held a knife and wasn't just trying to cover my mouth, I wouldn't be telling this story. Shh! What the fuck are you doing? I pointed down. She peered over the edge and her face scrunched for a moment before the expression disappeared and she let my mouth go. Come on, we gotta go. 
Those are the freelancers. We should follow them. Why? Don't they know where the girl is? Not sure. But I think they're about to go meet their employer who is involved. Are we trying to get ourselves involved or do our job and get paid? What's the rush? It's a lead. Kid got a trace on the girl and I think he ran into Jack. We need to go back him up. What do you mean back him up? What the fuck am I going to do to back up Kid? You know what he's like. Now come on. We're looking for the girl, not into the buy. You're the one who said that. He was right. Entirely so. I don't know why I was even considering otherwise. Outside me getting screwed, I had no reason to care for what happened in the buy, especially now that we can make an educated guess that our target was the fourth party. So we scaled down the building, and on the other side from the little freelancer meet was Cupid's car, already waiting on the curbside. We got in quickly, and she tore off like a firing electron. What's the rush? I don't know. Kid said something about Jack in the meeting and a woman before going quiet. It's giving me a bad feeling. Then where are we going? He sent a location he overheard. This feels like a wild gator chase. That could have been a good lead. Listen, trust me, stranger. Why? Did you... recognize them? Pretty sure I saw that big gal in the Chromium at least once. Who are they? We'll find out later. Kid first. I wanted to argue, but I figured there wasn't much point to. So I settled back and watched the city go by as we shot towards the underground. Thank you for listening to A Man Called Stranger. Episode 3, It's Worse Than I Thought. Don't forget to like the episode and to leave a review on whichever platform you're listening on. You can follow us on Twitter at News or join the Discord for more updates and a peek behind the scenes. And finally, you can help us afford some new ballistic weave by tipping us at our coffee link. Thank you to the rest of our cast. Mortimer for playing additional voices, Mina Kinji for playing Larita and additional voices, Diasaru for playing Wolfgang and additional voices, and to you, the listener, for being with us. Stay tuned for the next episode in a couple of weeks, and in the meantime, go watch the shorts on our YouTube channel. And as always, be sure to remember, they're not just here, they're everywhere. <laughs>